You know, there are certain days where I know exactly why Sunday Bloody Sunday was created here on the ESPN College Football YouTube channel. I am Matt Barry. This is a subsidiary of the Matt Barry Show on the College Football Channel. Cheers. When I was uh, about two, three years ago, I'd come in from a late night uh, at ESPN in the studios from college football coverage, and I'd wake up and I'd be like, you know what? What a wild day in college football. I kind of need just a Bloody Mary to recap the whole damn day. And I started doing it as a uh, healing tool from me and some other fan bases. And then my friends here at the YouTube channel wanted to make this a Sunday show. And I said, well, this is great. I mean, it was my therapy on Sundays anyway. May as well share it with the people. And so basically, this is what I'm getting at. If you're a Miami fan... This show was created for you. If you're an Arizona fan, this show was created for you. If you're an Arizona State fan, this show was created for you. If you're a Texas fan, this show was created for you. It was that kind of, if you're a Notre Dame fan, this show was created for you. Although I don't know that you're getting into the sacrament this early on a Sunday morning. But the first Saturday in October was absolutely insane. It yielded. So many results that had us in studio all day going, what in the hell just happened? And if you really start in that noon window, with what Oklahoma did uh, to Texas and the Red River rivalry down in Dallas, you look now at the landscape of the sport as we sit here on the first Sunday in October. I don't even think that's right, though, because I think it was October 1st. Last... Anyway, what Dylan Gabriel in Oklahoma did after getting beat 49-0 last year was was insane. And I know Dylan didn't play in a game last year. He certainly got his um, his uh, retribution on Saturday. That final drive, no timeouts left. The big play to Drake Stoops, Nick Anderson, the game-winning touchdown to lead Oklahoma past number three, Texas. Celebratory hungover cheers to, to my friends from Boomer Sooner. But now the landscape in the Big 12 changes. There's two ranked teams in that conference, Oklahoma and Texas. My guess is if I was a weather guy forecasting uh, the future here, I'd say those teams are going to meet up again at the Big 12 championship. And now if you're Texas, you've got to win that game and hope things around you go awry. I thought, my colleague Dan Mullen thought, a couple of other people thought that Texas was the most complete team in the country based on their body of work going into that game. They just dug themselves too big of a hole. I mean, they really did. It was it was a hole that that started early. They climbed back. Jonathan Brooks tied it at 27 late in the game, and I thought they were going to have an opportunity after Quinn Ewers led them down for that field goal until Dylan Gabriel showed up. And so now looking at it, here's what I'll say about Oklahoma. They're playing defense this year because Brett Venables has taken over back to what he's good at, which is calling defenses and making that thing happen. Between Venables, what he's doing with the defense, and Dylan Gabriel staying healthy, Oklahoma – is a bona fide college football playoff team. With what they have at every position, you have to start looking at them now. They're going to jump way up in the rankings. With their schedule, their schedule's favorable. With what they have coming up, if they get to the Big 12 championship game undefeated, which, again, based on their schedule, they likely should, that rematch between Texas and Oklahoma is going to be the game of the year. Because now Oklahoma, Texas should go into that one unscathed past the one they just had yesterday. That's going to be the game of the year. 
and the rematch is going to be for a college football playoff spot. I just hope that they remain unbeaten to that point because that's going to set up for one of the great games we've had this season. And I'll also say this about Dylan Gabriel. Put that man's name in the damn Heisman race. Put it in. That was incredible. That's the kind of drive that makes you an Oklahoma legend. And while I'm on a soapbox for Heisman Trophy, Drake May, to me, if it wasn't for Caleb Williams, and I'm not so sure sitting here this morning, he's still not the best quarterback in college football. Drake May accounting for over close to 500 yards and four or five touchdowns. He's he's insane. That's another team that needs to be looked at seriously. And kind of the same, kind of a weird segue into North Carolina, Oklahoma, Texas. But the reason I say it is because now Gene Chizik has North Carolina playing defense. We know they're going to score points. Tez Walker comes back. That's a great story. But if Gene Chizik and North Carolina continue to play defense, they can win the ACC. And if you win the ACC unscathed, you're going to the college football playoff. There's a lot of football left. Louisville's playing well. One of the stories of the year upsetting Notre Dame, which, by the way, I think if you look back at some of the YouTube clips, we thought, including Dan Mullen in our weekly preview, called that Louisville was going to beat Notre Dame. But the ACC now is drunk. What Miami did yesterday at the end of that game and not taking a knee and letting Georgia Tech get that win? So now Miami, they've got a conference loss that was absolutely inexcusable. Florida State still looks amazing. North Carolina is undefeated. Jeff Brom and his first year back at his alma mater at Louisville. There's just stuff all over the country happening. The Pac-12. You go to the Pac-12. USC lives dangerously every week. They got by Arizona at 2.30 in the morning. How do I know that? Because we were there. Uh, Washington, Oregon. That's going to be a great game next week. There is just so much to talk about on the first Saturday in October because now we're getting to the point where we're getting into the media conference schedule. Separation starting to happen. Georgia, who everybody said was, you know, they sleepwalk. They can't get through. They, they can't do that. They're going to get got by playing slow. Well, guess what? They're Georgia again. I hadn't bought in yet because I thought that they just done anything that impressed me. But it appears Carson Beck is absolutely legit. 398 yards, 368 yards. I'm too lazy to just click Google. But either way, he had well over 300 yards and four touchdowns. He looks every bit of the part. Brock Bowers, Georgia just absolutely slapped Kentucky. It's their division to lose. They're in the driver's seat there. So it appears George is well on their way to another SEC championship game. On the west side of it, you want to talk about fun. So Ole Miss comes off the LSU win a week ago and did just enough against Arkansas to make you think, oh, no, here comes a Lane Kiffin letdown. Nope, got the win late. So now Ole Miss still in this thing. Alabama, Texas A&M. That was a good game until it wasn't. And here's the scariest part. As I wake up on this Sunday morning, uh, trying to put into words what we saw yesterday. If Jalen Milrow is going to throw for over 300 yards now, which he did yesterday, I believe it was 321, three touchdowns. If he's going to do that, book it. That's done. Alabama is going to be in the SEC championship game. And Alabama has just good enough of a defense, which is one of the best in the country to beat Georgia. 
if Jalen Milrose is going to be that type of quarterback. Because give Tommy Reese a lot of credit. This thing was dicey early on. They just they couldn't figure out how to use him. I think it was a great comp, Mullen and Galloway. And then I think they did it on the broadcast in our studio. We have a bunch of games up, but we only have audio of the game that's on ESPN. But uh, Mullen said this from experience when he was head coach in the Mississippi State. He said he reminds him a lot of Blake Sims, the Alabama quarterback from yesteryear. And I think it's a great comp. And if Tommy Reese finds a way to single out Jermaine Burton like they did yesterday, 197 yards and two touchdowns, it's a wrap. I mean, Alabama, they what do they do better than anyone? They figure out their personnel. And they have figured out their personnel and their win against Texas A&M. I thought A&M was going to get that win. I thought the defense was good enough. I thought Max Johnson had given that offense a little bit of pep. Bulls on me because a- uh, Alabama is right where they need to be. Uh, with which is without a conference loss. Remember, the only loss was to Texas. And then LSU, Missouri. I mean, it, it, from the noon window on, in fact, I do want to get into that Missouri uh, LSU score because that game had points every other second. 49-39 LSU late pick six to make that look uh, like a bigger win than it was. But Jaden Daniels, he's insane. I mean, if they hadn't lost two already, you put him in the Heisman Trophy conversation. I mean, if you can't celebrate what we saw yesterday, I can't help you. It was a perfect example of why this is the greatest sport on the planet. Maryland early on teased us against Ohio State, and then out of nowhere, Kyle McCord throws for a career-high 320 yards. That all happened really in the fourth quarter because Ohio State was sleepwalking, needed a pick six to get it done. You know, Ohio State's blowing people out. Backdoor cover band, by the way. Ryan Day ought to be ashamed of himself. They were up 17 late. Kicked a meaningless field goal to go up 20. That spread was 19 and a half. For those of us that run Maryland plus the points, that was a real backbreaker. I mean, you could, I could just go down this list. I could go down and talk about every game for a half hour. Louisville. UCLA. At home, coming off a bye week, handing Washington State its first loss. Again, this is the kind of Sunday, and that's what yesterday was the kind of Saturday, as to why Sunday Bloody Sunday was created. And just for a little extra celebration of today, I've got so much hot thing, stuff going on in the bloody, and why wouldn't I? One, it's a little cold outside here in in, uh, Connecticut. Two, what a hell of a Saturday. So whether you're on the losing side, whether you're on the winning side, there's one thing we can all agree on. We come together to celebrate the great sport that is college football here on Sunday, Bloody Sunday.